podcast for you, the real estate professional. This is One on One, the official Realty One Group podcast powered by One University. Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of the one-on-one podcast. Uh, My name is Josh. For those that don't know me yet, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Kathy Baker. Kathy, it is so good to see you again. Good to see you, my friend. Um, And hey to Ryan. Yeah, and hey to Ryan. I know. (laughs) For for those that only get to hear his voice, we all get to see him and work with him every day. But hello to Ryan as well. I'm sure my reputation precedes me sometimes, whether you've seen photos or the unfortunate old videos I used to do for the company, True, which but, we won't name. But typically you are behind the camera, yes. so even still. Yeah. Maybe if our budget goes up, I'll get my own camera working back here and you guys get to see a little bit of the behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, that would be episode. great. That would be. And today we actually have another uh, original Realty One Group member, someone almost as old as... Ryan's tenure at the company. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we are joined by one of my very, very good friends, uh, teammate of mine and Ryan's, uh, and just all around fantastic guy, Nima Nakshab. He is our brand director. Nima, welcome. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to be on the Realty One Group podcast. We're excited to have you. And this one's, this one's special because we're going to branch away from Realty One Group for about 20 minutes. And we want to, for those that don't know Nima, and I think most people do at this point in this network, Nima's a social media guru and his personal social media account is one of my favorite accounts to follow. He's built a incredible following. It's wickedly successful. And we want to basically suck his brain for all that it's worth to help out our network, to utilize his talents uh, on their social media accounts. So without further ado, Nima, why don't you Give us just like a quick bird's eye view of your time at Realty One Group and uh, just everything that you've seen. Oh man, that's a loaded question. I know it is. Um, I think I've been here for nine years. I started in 2015 uh, as a junior graphic designer. And ever since then, there's been changes and it's gotten so much better and so so many like added like great people mm-hmm. uh, to the teams and uh, with the addition of like Mark and Kathy and like Corey and uh, different uh, you know, we have Mike and Vinny, like I've seen it grown so much and it's been a wild ride, but a very positive one, which is really exciting to see a company grow so quickly. Yeah. Um, and then during that time is when I also started my movie poster career as well. So kind of for those that, uh, I don't, I don't want to hijack your story. Why don't you just tell everyone what it is that you do as a designer in your free time, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So it's more than that, but yeah, no, yeah, totally. By day I'm i uh, I'm the brand director at Realty One Group and sometimes some weekends when yeah. Kuba's uh, calling and texting and I'm always happy to help him. Um, but then by night I, I do a lot of graphic design and a lot of, um, a lot of movie poster or it's called key art mm-hmm. uh, in that world. Uh, but it's basically taking photos, uh, and not taking the actual photos, but actually using the photos and creating something new, uh, and photo manipulating and all that kind of stuff for, uh, different brands or different companies out there, different studios. Where did, uh, I know the answer to this question because we're good friends, but for all intents and purposes, where did, uh, this start? Like, where did your inspiration come from? <laughs> I was just thinking about this the other day. This is really embarrassing. 
Uh, but Hilary Duff starred in the Lizzie McGuire movie <laughs> nice. in 2003. And in 2003, that same year, I, uh, there was a class in my junior high, at my junior high. They were trying to get kids that were like 13 or 14 to utilize Photoshop for the first time. Cause mm-hmm. Photoshop was very new at, at that time. Um, and the first, one of the first projects we got was edit a movie poster, take, oh, wow. take, take a movie poster that you like and do something with it. Uh, I took the Lizzie McGuire movie poster and I don't even know what kind of silly effect I did. Uh, it was so bad. I still have the CD-ROM. Yes, the CD-ROM with that file on it. And um, that was my first introduction to Photoshop and I guess like editing a movie poster. That was 2003. Uh, and then many years went by and in 2018 is when um, the second Jurassic world movie, uh, was being released in 2018. And at that time I was making fan art on, on Twitter and on, uh, different social platforms. Mm-hmm. And I would just tag, you know, the director or tag the studio or tag, tag any relevant person that was in the film and started to get traction. And a lot of, a lot, a lot of the people in the film were resharing my, my posters and the directors of the film uh, and the, the executive producers of the film would start liking my photos and they'd start sharing my photos. And it really was the director whose name is um, uh, Colin Trevorrow. He started the first Jurassic world and he uh, executive produced the second Jurassic world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he basically kept on sharing my work and went to universal and was like, Hey, this guy's stuff's better than, you know, whatever is being created uh, by the marketing teams or whatever. And I actually really liked what the marketing teams were creating, but uh, he, he seemed to really like my stuff and was like, let's give this guy a chance at an official poster. Like I want to see mm-hmm. what he can do. And so about two weeks before the movie movies release, or maybe three weeks um, they were like, we want this poster. It's going to go out. And every, every person that purchases a t- purchases a ticket will get this poster sent to them free. It's incredible. So it was wild. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's, you're truly a part. I know you're a huge Jurassic Park fan too, but like you're truly a part of the franchise at that point, which is really cool. Yeah. I mean, for me at that point when I was, how old was I? I don't even remember. Um, 28. I had been a fan since I was three years old. And so to be a part of a printed material official, um, and there was also something else that I designed for them during that same week, those, that, that three weeks that I had, they wanted two, items and one of them was a cover that was going to be printed a million times it was like a playbill but it was actually called movie bill and it, they they printed one million copies to be handed out at every single regal so cinemas cool. and my name was in the book and like all that like it was so just cool. very surreal for someone that was just a fan like two weeks before so that. how when you go places and you see that Nima, what what's the feeling you get i mean is it like oh or oh or what what is that the first time what did that feel like uh, it's odd because you're, what's funny about being a designer is you kind of nitpick yourself mm-hmm. a lot. And yes, obviously it's very, very exciting. And it's like, the, you, there's this feeling in the pit of my stomach where it's like a, like a good feeling where it's like mixture of butterflies. And it's a mixture of like, like it's a mixture of disbelief as well, where it's like, I can't believe, like I used to be the person collecting all this stuff and now I'm creating for, totally. for this stuff. and um it's just a really good feeling, I think. Um, but you also nitpick yourself a little bit where you're like, I should have moved that a little bit to the left or I should have done, you know, it's maybe- also kind of a designer's brain though. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. Yeah. And you look back on stuff and it's like, yeah. 
What was I thinking? <laughs> okay, can I ask a question? And it's a little bit off topic, but Josh, you'll pull us back. Okay. The teacher, do you remember the teacher or the mentor you had when you were 13, 14? I, I remember her and I think I saw her at a Costco years later. <laughs> I don't remember her name, but I do remember. I wish you could, I wish you could find her. I mm-hmm. wish you could. I wish you could tell her. I mean, I can't imagine being on that end of it, what she, how proud she would be. Totally. Of you. So here, so. here, here's going off of that though, Kathy, in high school, I continued doing classes uh, for graphic design, I think for maybe a year or maybe a year and a half. And there was a teacher, her name was Miss Finelli. Uh, I was able to actually go back to my high school and speak at my high school. So cool. Um, <laughs> to oh, cool. basically to students that want to, that were interested in graphic design. And, yeah. um, and I actually, as, as graphic design got way more popular and the technology advanced yes. and, you know, yeah. So it was really cool because Miss Finelli actually really guided me to the next, like to the next level, pretty much. Uh, that first teacher was great because that was my first introduction to Photoshop. But then in high school, Miss Finelli actually really took it further. And oh, I'm, I learned, glad. I learned I'm glad you've had that. Yes. I'm I, glad you've had that conversation. Yeah. Yes. And she was, I think she was retiring that year. So it was actually even more special that she heard like someone totally actually got to go do something that they really wanted to do with graphic design. <laughs> and I know that the Jurassic world gig led to a lot of other really, really, really cool things. And I want to get to that, mm-hmm. but you brought up something that, you know, I really want to help out the the listeners who can really, uh, you know, not just be inspired and jealous of your life, but also like actually take something from this episode. Yeah. So you talked about kind of your, what was your mode of operation before you had kind of uh, been in anyone's contact book, right? You were mm-hmm. uh, reposting, you were tagging every executive producer that you knew you were, right. you were trying to be as uh, conscious about social as possible. Yes. Thank you. So maybe kind of like, go into that process a little mm-hmm. bit, maybe pre before you caught your following. Yeah. So my account uh, right now, my account, my Instagram account is called the movie poster guy mm-hmm. before I believe it was just my first and last name. And I quickly found that it was so important to separate those two things. Um, so if you scroll all the way back down, you'll see that there's a lot of personal posts yeah. on my, um, I don't want to delete them. Uh, but I decided it was time to separate those accounts. Yep. I needed my own to post my pictures with my family and with my, like all the food that I eat and all that kind of stuff. And then I needed an account that was just based on my, uh, my artwork. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a big step, uh, kind of annoying for my, the people that followed me. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, Hey guys, go, go follow this account. Yeah. A lot of initial work at front, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. of course. And especially like if my name's taken and all that kind of stuff, but that was actually a huge benefit. Um, and I utilize Twitter a lot. Uh, people don't like Twitter these days because of what's going on sure. or whatever. I still use utilize Twitter a mm-hmm. lot. Doesn't matter. I don't care who owns it or whatever, but I still utilize it in the most positive way that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically there was Instagram, Twitter, and a little bit of Facebook at that time. Facebook yeah. is still handy, uh, especially for um, like personal relationships mm-hmm. uh, and just showing, you know, my growth and that kind of stuff. But it was mas- mainly Instagram and uh, Twitter. And now I'm on TikTok, which is another nightmare, but for now too. Yeah. For now. (laughs) Well, one thing I think that's really important to pause a moment and say, Nima, is you're always so positive. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's a big attraction factor. It's it's not political. It's not anything that's controversial. It's just very positive and 
I appreciate that. I mean, you're yeah. that's who I want to follow is someone that's got a good message. Well, yep. thank you know, yeah, and that's also something that uh, I think the directors and Universal saw as well was uh, there's a lot of people online that, especially movie fans, mm-hmm. uh, movie fans can be the worst. Mm-hmm. Agreed, <laughs> and yeah, the best. Are. But there's a lot of movie fans out there that are just constantly, you know, this wasn't right, and yeah, why? Why did very they opinionated? Very opinionated. Yeah. Uh, I try to leave my opinions out of it because I I love movies regardless. And Same. even if that's the worst movie, maybe it's going to be my favorite movie. Who knows? But uh, I try to be online. I just try to hype up other people because I know that these filmmakers and I know that these actors are even the people behind the scenes, the sound people and all that kind of stuff. They work really hard on these films. Mm-hmm. Why are we trashing all their hard, are their super hard work when it, you know, they've been working so hard. on it. So I, th- I feel like people appreciated that a lot. I also think, uh, you know, being a follower of yours, uh, your content's very organic. Um, it doesn't feel forced. It mm. doesn't feel like you are trying to sell us something. Mm. Um, it's a, you know, I've even seen like you, you'll do a movie poster just for a movie that's coming out in a couple months that you love that you were not a part of, but you just kind of want to do just like a passion project maybe. Right. Yeah. And to me, that's something that it's a true, like, sign of your character. You know, I know you're not getting paid for that. You're just doing it because you like the art and you want to support the movie and you, and I think that that's something that uh, people see when they want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that our listeners can learn from when they're uh, utilizing their social media accounts. So the whole reason why I do that is, uh, and people can relate to this differently is I create that content to obviously keep my page going. Sure. there, There might be times where, I don't post for uh, a week or two weeks and you know, that engagement falls, which that's a good point that you should bring up is like, you, you have to stay current on social media. Yes, you do. And, uh, especially if you're super busy, that's hard to do. Yeah. Even for me, like how am I supposed to design a poster and also be working on something official and then working at realty one group and how am I supposed to keep up my social media? And I try to do it, uh, not every day. It doesn't have to be every day. I feel Mm -hmm. like people on social media are, if you can do it every day, go ahead. Sure. I'm so jealous. If you can't do it every day, and if you can do it maybe twice a week or mm-hmm. three times a week, that's perfect. You don't want to overload uh, people on social. And I, this might be a trick and it might not be a trick, but I noticed that the more time that I maybe like if I separate posting like two or three days, I get more engagement because I think Instagram is sh- or uh, Twitter is like, hmm, this person hasn't showed up on the feed for a little bit. Let's, oh, he finally posted. Let's push it to the top a little bit. So I go to refresh my page. Nima pops up because I haven't posted in a little while. Got yeah. it. So that's not me. Oh, so go ahead, Kathy. Well, I was, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm just wondering, is there anything, because you did have a huge lift in following. Yeah. Was Is there any one thing that you can point to, you know, for the listeners to think, okay, what are the one or two things you could do to get that lift? Yeah. Get matched with Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. Um, true, no, true. honestly, engage with people and be very sincere about it. Cause like Josh is saying, do not sell anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're commenting on other people's pictures and all that kind of stuff, take the 0.5 seconds and actually say like a a good comment for what they posted. Nice outfit, but okay, great. Nice outfit. Let's change that up a little bit. I love your dress. I love the color. I love that red color. Let's, let's make it a little more personal as opposed to very generic. And the reason why you're commenting on other people's stuff is to 
A, that also helps with the um, algorithm. Mm -hmm. Um, And B, it uh, shows engagement. And I've actually, (laughs) this happened the other day. This is really random. The lead singer of Simple Plan. I commented on his his photo. And one second later, he followed me. Mm. Uh, And I guess he probably likes movies or he likes my movie posters or whatever. But it was just because I commented. Right. And then one, literally one second later, he followed me. Yeah. So you never know who you're going to meet uh, or who you're going to connect with or who's going to DM you. Um, maybe, the, especially if you're, this is another important thing. Your Instagram handle has to be so catchy. Mm. It has to be something like they wouldn't have followed me if my, it was just my first and last name. Maybe right. they would have, uh, who knows. But let's say you're the real estate girl or you're the real estate guy or you're the home seller 101 or whatever, whoever you are, make sure your name is like a good catchy name that people remember, or they'll understand what you're all about in 0.5 seconds. Mm. You, you get, you only have like 0.1 or 0.5 seconds of these people's uh, attention, attention span. Yeah. Make it count because if you're user one, two, three, four underscore, whatever, right. who's going to bother, you right. know? Yeah. So it's almost like you're, your Instagram is almost like a billboard, right? You're driving mm-hmm. 70 miles an hour and you really have to catch their attention in yeah. a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. And so I know you, you've you caught a, a, a very, very you know nice following, for lack of other words. Yeah. Um, I, like, it sounds to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that you've not created, because this is truly who Nima is, but like you have shown the social media world your persona, who you are. Mm-hmm. You're a nice caring, loving person that is genuine. And I think that that's a breath of fresh air for a lot of other people on social media. Mm -hmm. So I, I, once again, correct me if I'm wrong. Would you say that it's a combination of your hard work, your networking skills, and also just the fact that you are a breath of fresh air to a lot of other people on Uh, social media? I would say, yeah, it's a mixture of all that, but then it's also, it's a lot of hard work. Um, I also, I run, my personal account. I run my movie poster account. And then on top of that, I started a Jurassic world fan page. Saw that. The, the reason why I started that, and that's the one with the most following, mm-hmm. um, I needed a space where I could share all that stuff. And I utilize that to also promote my movie poster account. Mm. So when I'm posting a Jurassic park poster on my movie poster account, I can also share it to this Jurassic world account that I created. And I get more it helps both. It helps both. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's, yes. like that, that popped up on my explore feed and I was like, wait, this looks like Nima. <laughs> it's actually, like, oh, it's <laughs> Nima. Same, same. So it's okay to have multiple <laughs> accounts if it, um, it can benefit obviously your audience if they like both, like all that content and then also benefit you where you, obviously I have a hundred thousand more followers on this other account. Mm-hmm. How can I utilize that? And the cool thing about Instagram now and Twitter and I think most other um, social accounts is you can do um, collaborative posts where it's like the movie poster guy and Jurassic your world posted. Oh, that's cool. So you can do, you can utilize both, uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool for brands. And I I actually been telling uh, Abby, our, our social girl that we, um, we should totally do that for realty one group where it's like realty one group and 100, you know, one of our agents or uh, Cuba or whoever it might be uh, is, uh, is posting together. That might be the secret sauce. I agree. Mm -hmm. People love that. And people love to be, um, you know, shared on, on social and our, our network has grown so much where it's like, if, 
our Realty One group people, our family post cool stuff, we will reshare you. Totally. Like, if your content's bad, it's bad and we're not going to share you. But if you have cool content, we're going to reshare you. Yeah. So simply put. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have cool content, share ours. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that's, and that's the cool part about us is we have the graphics and we have Dustin and Kimmy and yeah. we have uh, Julie, we have like all these really cool people that we work with and we're creating good content. And I feel like our agents and our broker owners and our own, like all, all these different people have, especially since in my time I've been here and Ryan can attest to this, they're creating sometimes better graphics than us these days, totally. which is incredible. Oh, like yeah. I'm very happy to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have two more questions for you. Uh, one of them I'm going to save for the end. This one, I want to know, um, and we briefly touched on it. What do you think is next for social media? And obviously we know where the TikTok talks are <laughs> currently happening right now, but just in general, what do you think is next? Um, it's weird. I don't know because there's so much AI stuff Yeah, and there's so many. That was kind of part of my question. <laughs> is, yeah. I, I honestly, I can't stand the AI thing. Maybe I don't, I haven't tried it yet. Um, so I can't knock it, but it's scary. I think it's scary for a lot of us as creatives. You know, mm -hmm. you can see that AIs can now write and AIs can take photos and AIs. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's scary for, for all us. of us. Yeah. If I can utilize AI and say like, I need a sunset background with palm trees mm -hmm. and I need it to be very specific and I can take that image and then also Photoshop on top of that with my work. Maybe it's useful. So you utilizing it to your advantage, basically. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. Um, but that's that's one of the new scary things. I think a lot of people have gone off of Twitter and a lot of people have joined Twitter. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is getting a little bit better um, because I feel like the owner of Instagram is listening to everybody saying like, we don't want to be another TikTok. We, like. Can well, you, can you post our photos? Can like, can we, can our photos actually be seen? Like what's the algorithm like? Like, and I feel like they're trying to work on that. I do think though, if TikTok gets banned in the United States, Instagram will become TikTok. <laughs> Maybe. I, they're, they're licking their chops at that yeah. point. Yeah. And we, we, we all have the, the reels, uh, you know, the reels, like the videos on Instagram. So, uh, I have actually been trying to do more of those on my movie poster account where I'm doing unboxings. And yeah. if my artwork gets printed and it's sold at Target or, whatever it might be. I try to do videos of those instead of a photo. Totally. Um, so just change up your content. If it can be a video instead of a photo, try it. Okay. Yeah. Which is, I think hard for some people, you know, I mean, I always say the joke, I don't even watch these videos of our podcast because I hate hearing the sound of my voice or seeing myself on camera. So well, that's hard for people. That's, that's where, I, so if, if there's a day where I'm feeling, Oh my God, my hair looks bad or I'm bloated from mm -hmm. that burrito and I don't want to be on camera. I just do a voiceover. Got it. It's so much easier. And Instagram and there's an app called InShot and like uh, iMovie, whatever. You can do voiceovers and just record like 10 clips, put them together, do a quick voiceover and there's your, there's your video. Yeah. It's, it takes, for me, it takes five minutes. For some people it might take 20 hours, who totally. knows, but just get used to video editing. It's easy. Um, Kathy, I want to end with our last question Wait. that we don't ask all of our guests. So you should feel very honored. I'm honored. It has absolutely nothing to do with what we just talked about. Okay. If someone were to describe you as an animal, what type of animal would it be and why? <laughs> no wrong answers. I've, I love that look. <laughs> I, uh, 
A Tyrannosaurus Rex. Ooh. That's a solid yeah. answer. I, oh, man. I wanted him to do something a little left field. I was like, he might go dinosaur yeah. here. But which one would he pick? No, maybe I'm not that crazy. I'm not that scary. I'm not like the the king or queen of the the dino realm. Um, I don't know. I really like dolphins. Dolphins mm. are cool. Polar opposites. <laughs> cool. But cool. I can see both, to be honest. Yeah. I could really see both. Yeah. Because some dolphins are really happy and like true, yeah. But maybe a dolphin. I love. And they're it. really smart. Yeah, I, I think that's a great answer. I think both are great answers and very <laughs> indicative of Nima. I think. Yeah, I think we can attest to that. Nima can both be a, a T Rex or, or a dolphin, dolphin depending I, on the depending day. On. I wish I could swim better. <laughs> <but> yes. <laughs> Kathy, you got anything else? No, great stuff, Nima. Thank you so much. You've given me a lot to think about. (laughs) Well, thank you. This was awesome. Thank you so much, Nima. And we'll definitely have you back on. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. All right. Thank you both. Thanks. Bye. We thank you for joining us today on another episode of One on One, a Realty One Group podcast. We are powered by One.U and ask if you have suggestions, recommendations, or questions, please email learning at realtyonegroup.com. And remember, pay close attention to the details. Listen to understand not respond, and always be a resource, not a sales pitch.